and welcome to episode 89 of Divide by Werewolves, the last episode in January. January has already gone fast. Yeah. Um, so my wife and I are in this weird, like, nether, I don't <laughs> we're in these weird nether regions, which sounds bad. Uh, <laughs> so like where before, like, <clears throat> we had kind of spent the whole kind of run up to 2020 getting the house ready for different things and and wanting stuff to happen with the new house and then stuff has happened with the new house and now we're like oh fuck this is a thing <laughs> so it's like we went from kind of like not having like a lot of stuff to do and now there's like a ton of stuff to do but it's a ton of stuff to do to again kind of hurry up and wait because mm-hmm. we're, we're like gonna put the house on the market like the february 7th and that might change a little based on you know, we're in this, unfortunately, our kids have to stay here until the end of the school year because for them to switch schools would be bad because they might potentially not have a class that matches up and mm-hmm. then they would lose credit or they might, like, we don't want them to be like, hey, here's a new school, take a final and then fucking tank the year, right? So that we have to, they have to stay until the end of May. Our house might be ready in the middle of April, but it might also go later so that we have to put the house on the market to try to account for that. So it's all this weird, like, do a bunch of shit and sit around and wait. Do a bunch of shit, sit around and wait. <laughs> and anytime you're sitting around and waiting, of course, because brains are great, and mm. most people's brains probably, mine doesn't, I don't know how other people's do, Mine is just like, hey, I don't know if you are aware, but here's the thousand ways all of this can go to shit. Oh, of course. <laughs> and yeah. it just ticks it <laughs> off. Bam, 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 bam. And the best part <laughs> is it's not like, hey, do you have some time in between a meeting at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Because I'd like to tell you how fucked you might be. It's like, what's up, dog? <laughs> it's 3 a.m. Time to tell you what a terrible mistake you made. <laughs> <laughs> And and so we have these dreams. We'll tell you, like, I am not, I don't remember my dreams. And so as a result, I have no patience for the, I had this weird dream last night. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Just you and your mom face crabs can go handle your business somewhere else. Because it's always a long, like, convoluted conversation, right? Like, no one ever is like, hey, I had this weird dream last night. I got a blowjob from Obama. It was awesome. Like, nobody, no, it's this weird, like, then, you know, that goes on for 20 minutes, and, and I'm just like, I don't give a shit. But every, when my wife and I are like, I had this weird dream. I had this weird dream. It always comes back to moving to Florida. So today I was like, clearly we have some unresolved feelings about whether that's right. the right thing to do. Right, so it's just this weird, like, but my wife is, like, cleaning things like a crazy person. And so today she comes in and she's like, I took a light off, like, I took a light cover off the bathroom and now I can't get it back. And I was like, you need to stop. <laughs> I said, we have to sell this house. We can't have f- fucking five lights with a cover and one without. I was like, you need right. to stop cleaning things. She's like, well, I don't think it's unreasonable that somebody cleans those things. And I, I, I shut my mouth. Because I was like, I get it. I'm. There's a conversation I'm sure we have had where I'm the fucking crazy person, and she's just trying to talk me down off the ledge. So mm-hmm. I just was like, okay, no problem. I'll take care of it. But I'm like, God damn it, woman! If you break these fucking lights, I can't. <laughs> I do not want to buy new lights because when you decide to sell your house, there's a there's a mental math that takes place. Mm-hmm. When we went and sold our last house, we knew the master bathroom was going to have to be upgraded. So we were like, we're going to do that as early as possible so at least we get some benefit from it, right? Sure, so there's right. this mental math that takes place where you're like, well, I know this is going to need to be fixed. But if I can not fix it, that would be great because I don't want to mm-hmm. spend the money to fix something I'm not going to make any use out of. So I'm like, do not break my fucking lights just because there's <laughs> a, dust, a little bit of dust on it. Spoiler alert, that dust has been there for several years. <laughs> so why don't we just... Not look at the lights, right? Just don't look at the lights. I was up on a ladder today fixing a security light that had gone bad, and I was like, you know, the the other thing when you go to sell a house is all what you want to do is remove impediments, right? You just want to remove right. things 
that the buyer can come back and be like, that security light's out. I want 10 grand off the house. And I'm like, you're off mm. your fucking mind. <laughs> so I was up on a ladder fixing the security light. And I was like, well, we'll get some use out of it. More importantly, nobody can come and be like, that light doesn't work. Right. So there's all this like shit we have to do. But then at the same time, we're going to get to a point where we're just waiting. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst part because that's when your brain decides to. And who decided that, right? Like who right. decided that in the quiet moments, right, is when your brain <laughs> should be like, "Oh, hey, remember fifth grade? <laughs> remember this event you have no control over that happened decades ago has no material impact on your life right now, but you still remember enough that I can make you feel bad about it." Mm-hmm. Whose fucking idea was that? No, I understand. I mean, not selling a house myself, but waiting to see if you're going to get to move into your new job at some point soon Mm. that you can't wait to start or if it's going to completely crumble right in front of you, forcing you to stay in the job that you're fucking miserable at. So, yeah, no, I get it. But then at the same time going, well, should I do this? Is this the right Right. thing to do? Yeah. Right, yep. Because I I, I thought taking this job was the right thing to do. And look how fucking stupid I am. (laughs) I've said to my wife before, I was like, you know, and I don't know if it's just a thing. Maybe I need medication or therapy who knows i'm sure i need therapy therapy is a great thing but I, I you know i just say sometimes i'm like i just i feel like like are we just not supposed to be happy like because i think it's right. much, like you could be happy you, you could do a thing and be like i'm happy about this thing right like this show for mm. example i love doing this show i never leave this show recording this show and go well that was a mistake never once have right. I recorded this show and then like that was a mistake Right. But then there's other things that you're just like, well, this seems like it's a good idea and it seems like it would be fun and happy and I'd have a good time. And then your brain's like, yeah, but you are, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's just a weird thing because from an evolutionary perspective, why? Like, why? I guess maybe just, hey, just so you're aware, shit could go sideways, be prepared. Like, that's just some lizard sure. brain shit, right? Where you're just like, right. hey, I just want you to be aware, you could die, so don't get comfortable. <laughs> Find a burrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, anyway, so that's where I am, in case you're wondering. This is where we are. We're just too. Because if you ever wondered, hey, how are Mitch and Brandon doing? Terribly, just yeah, all the awful. time. Just <laughs> always, always bad. <laughs> But we, 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 we have a good time with it, regardless. So, um, Okay, so I have a few game things. Speaking of having a bad time, uh, I finished Life is Strange 2 mm. um, the other night. So Life is Strange 2, the sequel to Life is Strange. I'm sure you could have figured that out without me telling you. Um, this one, whereas the original Life is Strange focused on uh, Chloe and somebody not named Chloe uh, in this town, and then weird things happen, and, and the central mechanic of Life is Strange was, you know, kind of time rewinding and going, oh, shit, I know this thing's going to happen, maybe I can stop it or whatnot. The central premise of Life is Strange 2 is misery, 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 and then mm. more misery. And so it, it follows uh, Sean and Daniel Diaz, um, Basically, uh, in a nutshell, shit goes sideways one day, and um, uh, Sean's the older brother. His 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 younger brother Daniel gets in a fight with this kid in the neighborhood. Uh, the cops show up, uh, unfortunately, kill uh, Sean and Daniel's father, um, Esteban, and then Daniel manifests some crazy ass telekinetic powers. A police officer gets killed, and Sean thinks, "Well, the only thing we can do right now is we need to go on the run." And he tries to make it down to Puerto Lobos, which is uh, his father's hometown in Mexico, where he has a house. And then they figure they can just live there. And then a bunch of things happen along the way. Mm. So I streamed this game. Uh, it was available via Game Pass. Uh, there's also a prequel. Not a prequel. I guess uh, it's called The Amazing Adventures of Captain Spirit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It involves a character that you meet um, in uh, while playing Life is Strange 2. Um mm. So I, I made fun of the game while I was playing it. I don't feel like the writing in the Life is Strange games is particularly strong, although at least in this game, like, the original Life is Strange, I was like, I don't know if you've ever hung around a teenager. They don't talk like this. Uh, it was just like this, <laughs> it was like, 
40-year-olds writing teenagers using slang that no teenager has ever used ever, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. um, And so this game was at least better in that regard. And I kind of made fun of it like while I was playing it. Um, and as to how much I called it misery business because it felt like that's just what it was. But then like kind of the, and and I said it one, one time, like, Hey, this is not like when I want to play a game and I want to relax, this is kind of not what I want to, to have. It's just this kind of unrelenting torn to misery. But here's the thing about the game. And I, and the more I thought about it when I was done with it, I, the more I actually kind of felt, I guess, bad that that was the stuff that mm-hmm. I had said about it. The, because the, the, the main characters in this game, they're two Hispanic kids, well, lat, uh, Latino kids. And, um, and some of the stuff that they endure over the, the course of their adventure, in, admittedly heightened, uh, but the, 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 the racism, the distrust, the, the, the feeling like they have to hide, the, the, the concern that at any moment they might get pulled over simply because their skin is not white. Like, that's not uncommon for, you know, black and brown people in the United States, right? And mm. so it's rare for a game to have, like, Latinx characters in the first place. And then to have the game kind of, again, admittedly, it, it's a it's a... Some of the stuff that happens is, I guess, concentrated would be the right word. But the, mm-hmm. some of the underlying stuff where, you know, you go into a store and the, the shop owner uh, uh, accuses you of stealing, even though you mm-hmm. have this feeling of, you know, like, hey, we're Americans. Like, we're born here, but other people feeling like you're not simply because you speak Spanish. Right. Um So I started feeling bad because I was like, you know, I, I kind of complained about this as being just this this nightmare that these kids were put through, but that's reality for a large number of people in the United States. And as much as I might complain and go, Hey, when I go to play a game, I don't want to have to put up with this. Like that's their life. Right. Like every day. And so I, and, and now admittedly, that doesn't mean just because, you know, that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to, like if you are like, Hey, that's not the kind of thing I want when I go to relax that you, you know, kind of have to subject yourself to that. And I get that. But I guess when I was streaming it, I wish I had had a little more empathy for what the developers were trying to show. Mm. And I think the, the reason for me that it felt like a slog was because I played it back to front. And this was a game that was episodic, so it was released, if not every month, at every two months, right? right? And maybe it's not meant to be played that way. Maybe when it's meant when when it's played in just a complete sequence front to back, it does start to feel like, well, Jesus, what else can you put these kids through? Uh, whereas if it was episodic, it would you'd have a little bit. But at the, the end of the day. Like, like th- these games, I feel like they, they have – some of their story parts are good. Some of them are not great. Some of the dialogue is good. Some of the writing is really not great. But I still, mm. I guess, am grateful that they chose to shine a light on things, if anything, just to be able to say, hey, this is not uncommon for kids who look like this. Mm. And I guess while I was streaming, I wish I had been more mature – an understanding of that and not just shit on it while I was playing it. Now, admittedly, right. like when I stream, sometimes I'm not doing a bit, don't get me wrong, but you know, I might be more vocal than I would be because, Hey, you know what I mean? You're kind of, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Same thing with the Witcher when I was posting episodes. I mean, yeah. I was frustrated with the game, but Typically, when I get frustrated with the game, I don't openly mock it the entire time. I'm right, playing. right, right. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the, but the other thing that I was really frustrated about. So the two things I was frustrated about, and I think this is a genuine criticism of the game. And I and I is that one is that I. So when you're done with each chapter, you can go through 
and you can see like what choices you made relative, just like in the Telltale games, right? Mm, right, right, right. You can see relative to other people. Well, there's the option for Sean to be, if not gay, then bisexual in the game. But I mm. never even realized it was an option. And I'm like, if, if that really was an option, like why is it buried so many conversation levels mm. deep that it's not, I don't even realize it's there. Like, it's almost yeah. like they – I feel like they kind of put it in there uh, to get points but because they made it so that you didn't even know it was possible that mm-hmm. it, 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 it's like, well, I had no idea at all that you could have said to one of these characters, well, actually, I, 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 you know, I kind of like boys too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why wouldn't you make that – you know, more available, like, like, like mm-hmm. make it easier to make that choice. Um, because like, I've, you know, obviously I've played plenty of RPGs where you can fuck whoever you want to. Uh, sure. and, and, and so if you're want to be gay or bisexual, that's, that's your choice because in it's, it's apparent because you'll, you know, like, I like the mass effect games are a perfect example, right? Like you can fuck whoever you want in a mass yep. effect game. If you right. want to be in a committed relationship, you can do that, but you can fuck whoever you want in a Mass Effect game. So that that's a player choice. But in terms of like knowing that this character was written potentially to be that way, why wouldn't you have made that more obvious mm-hmm. and not buried under a number of decisions that you didn't even know you weren't making in the first place? Yeah. Um, and then the, 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 the last part was the the good ending so to speak uh ends up with uh the older brother Sean going to jail and I spoilers mm. yeah <laughs> sorry uh going to jail uh for like 15 years while his brother Daniel gets to kind of basically be a normal kid and i i understand from the developer standpoint that like you know they didn't die they didn't but in this country, knowing someone going to jail for 15 years, this developer thinks that's the good ending, to me, just shows a, an absolute lack of understanding of just how fucking awful the, mm. the prison system is in the United States. That, one, he would be completely fucked up when he left from a mental sure. standpoint. He would most likely be in debt. Any sort of job prospects, anything like that is just completely out mm-hmm. the window for him. And so to think that that's what they consider to be the good ending, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know, uh, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> but, um, but so I guess if you were going to play it, maybe just don't do it all front to back. I guess that would be my, mm-hmm. my suggestion. So, mm. um, and then I, I, I finally got my my switch to work for streaming purposes. So I've been I started streaming a little bit of Black Flag, and it's it's a nightmare of chords and of tangled chords and everything. But I think it worked. I think it worked okay. So nice. uh, hopefully we can we can do some some Pokemon's uh, yeah. sometime soon. We can subjugate <laughs> monsters. Yeah. To our <laughs> it's always surprised me that Pokemon has been a thing for kids. Jesus Christ, I know, man. It like it refuses to go away. But also just the concept just seems weird. They're like, mm. no, 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 we're friends. Uh I don't know about you. I've never asked my friends to beat the shit out of somebody. <laughs> I've never been like, hey friend, come live in this ball and occasionally I'll pull you out. Oh, so I can go for a walk? Nah, you're just gonna fight. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're gonna fight and then you'll get knocked unconscious. And then I'm gonna throw you back in your ball. It's gonna yep. be fun. <laughs> Maybe I'll have you hit a rock <laughs> or move a couch, you know, like friends do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's funny. I asked my son, and I was like, "Hey, have you started a new Pokemon game?" He's like, "Yeah, it's really good." Now, keep in mind, my son. He's he's like a goldfish. He only remembers the last thing that he did. So. Mm. If the last Pokemon game he played was this one, it's really, really good. Uh, it doesn't matter how it compares to other ones. So I was like, who'd you pick as your starter? And he's like, Slobby. I was like, I don't know what that is. Like, what? <laughs> and he's like, it's the water type. And I was like, okay, what is it? And he goes, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm like, cool. That's Pokemon for you. Like, I, I don't know what this. I don't know what the fucking thing. I don't know what the fuck this thing is. It's just. It's. He's blue. He comes out of my balls. Yeah, <laughs> I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never been into it. Like never. Ever, so but. you've never played one at all. No. Really. No. Your kids. I, what about your kids? Are your kids into it? Uh, they got into not the video games, but like, well, they got into Pokemon Go and and uh, Katie was into the cards for a while, but now no, none of the video games. Really? Mm-mm. I so I bought a Game Boy. It was funny when we were in Louisville, Virginia. I said to my wife, "I want to go buy a Game Boy Color," and she's like, "Okay, whatever." I was like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> so I went to the GameStop in the mall because there was a mall right across the street from where I worked and I bought a Game Boy Yellow uh, Pikachu edition and it came mm. with uh, Pokemon Yellow Pikachu edition and I came home and I was playing it in the kitchen I bought it it was a Game Boy Color I bought it I bought a weird ass light to shine on it because Game Boys uh, basically up until the advanced SP uh, like vampires would die in direct sunlight you could not see <laughs> anything Right, right. <laughs> um, and I bought Street Fighter, which was weird because I'm terrible at Street Fighter in every incarnation, much less a Game Boy. And I brought it home, and I started playing it, and she's like, what What the fuck is that? I was like, it's a Game Boy Color. She's like, what, what do you mean? I was like, it's a Game Boy Color, yellow, Pikachu. <laughs> She's like, where'd that come from? I was like, I bought it. She's like, what do you mean you bought it? Because at the time, like, don't get me wrong. I love my wife. She's an amazing person. But, you know, we've always been very, like, tried to, to keep the, the spending to a minimum. Because sure. we're always saving for something. And eventually we'll die and not have realized our life. Whatever. Welcome to capitalism. <laughs> so she goes, where, where did that come from? I said, what do you mean, where did that come from? I said... I'm going to go buy a Game Boy Color. And you said, okay. And she was like, no, I meant, okay. Like, <laughs> you can't say okay and expect me to read an inflection. I was like, whatever. It's Pokemon, bitches. Let's get it. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work that way. <laughs> can't expect me to read your, like, no, I'm a guy. I don't do, inf- I, I do inflections when it is, advantageous <laughs> otherwise i just hear i hear the words not the tone so i've been playing pokemon since then and that was like fucking 20 years ago and i mm. always like do the next one i'm like oh it's gonna be cool and then i play and i'm like eh but then you know for i my son wanted this one for christmas and i got a really great deal where i got like both games for like 40 bucks each mm. uh, fuck it so then when I realized, like, I could stream stuff, I was like, as much as I love Assassin's Creed Black Flag, I'm pretty sure no one wants me wants to watch me stream it. Uh, so maybe to uh, pump the viewers a tad, I'll uh, <laughs> throw Pokemon <laughs> in. Because people don't like watching pirates stab each other in the face, but they want you to fucking imprison a Snorlax to kick the shit out of <laughs> I still think it's weird that Pokemon has existed for as long as it did. Like that, it's it's just it's animal fighting. (laughs) Yeah, like you can make all the cute Ryan Reynolds movies you want and the animes. It's still animal fighting. Mm -hmm. Like if you told people that you kept your dog in a ball and you let it out to fight other dogs, they'd arrest you. Yeah, right. But they made a cartoon, and they're like, "No, they're our friends." Well, my dog's my friend, and my dog would probably fuck another dog up if I asked it to, but I shouldn't. Right. <laughs> anyway, so that's where we are. All right, movies. So uh, because I've been talking so much, it's probably good that I keep talking. I have a few quick hits before we get into things. Uh, quick hit number one. Um, the Farewell. Have you heard of The Farewell? 
maybe, probably. Uh, I, I, I Lulu Wang <laughs> uh, wrote and directed it. Uh, main stars Aquafina, who apparently is a rapper. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's very good. It okay. is uh, essentially so. Aquafina plays um, this uh, young woman named Billy, whose grandmother, who's back in China, uh, has terminal cancer, and the custom uh, in China was that if someone has terminal cancer, you don't tell them because the fear of dying is worse than essentially anything that the disease might throw at them. Mm -hmm. So you don't tell them anything. So she finds out that her grandmother has terminal cancer. She goes back to China. The whole family goes back to China under the auspices that, um, her cousin is getting married and that the, the, the grandmother has to um, uh, put on a wedding banquet. It's a very, it's very well done. It's a very good movie. Mm. Um, particularly if you watch it, the, 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 um, so the, 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 the grandson that's getting married, his fiance, her, who is Japanese and speaks no English or no Chinese at all. Her facial mm. expressions are fucking hilarious. <laughs> like through the whole movie, it's just watching her kind of like going along with this. It's fucking hilarious. So um, nice. <laughs> uh, definitely worth watching, and 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 it's interesting because you know I think culturally, like in the in the states, it'd be like that. You would be like, well, that's lying. You wouldn't do that. But at the same time, you kind of recognize that. Yeah, like well, if they don't, if they just get sick and die. And then, mm. you know what I mean? Like, why would you want to make them worry about, right, right. about yeah, what's it makes sense. happen to them? Right. Yeah, it, it absolutely makes sense. And it, it's, you know, strong performances. Um, you know, it's just interesting. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's something I never would have considered. Um, you know, a Chinese, uh, again, Lulu Wang wrote it, directed it. Uh, mm. definitely, uh, definitely worth watching. Um, next one that I saw, and this one is available um, on Netflix. It's called Headcount. Um, uh, Ellie Callahan, I guess, directed it. It's mm-hmm. um, this guy goes camping with his brother. Then he meets these people, and he sees a woman he wants to sleep with, and he goes off with them. And somehow he he begins to think that um, there's a shapeshifter in the group that's taking on the appearance of people uh, mm. in the group. The justification for the shapeshifter is really sketchy. It's kind of mm. silly, actually. But mm. the camera tricks that they she employs to make you kind of look, look twice at certain scenes mm. uh, is are really well done. Okay. Um, it, it, I think that from a story perspective it's just it's kind of okay but mm-hmm. the cinematography and, and the little tricks and stuff i think are, are well done enough to where it's it's worth watching and i think she's someone to watch because she she does a really good job of of just putting characters in a position and you know again doing the camera tricks and stuff to where you like there's a bunch of times so wait 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 and i would like you know, kind of rewind on, you know, 10 seconds at a time to see, hey, did I see this thing that I thought I saw? Um, mm-hmm. Again, I think story-wise, it's not as strong, but it'd be interesting to see kind of what she does with a story that is better. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, if you have Netflix, definitely uh, check it out because it's like, I don't know, 85 minutes or whatever. So it's, yeah. it's worth it. Uh, and then the last one, this one is um, available on uh, Amazon Prime, if you have it. Um, it's called The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Um, mm. So Joe Talbot directed it. Joe Talbot and Jimmy Fails. Jimmy Fails is actually in the movie as well. Uh, they uh, star, and it's kind of a love letter to San Francisco, I guess. Um, I'm not one of these people that are like love letter to cities. Uh, I'm not one of those guys. But um, it was interesting. Basically, like, Jimmy Falls plays this guy who is trying to uh, restore this house because he feels like he thinks his grandfather uh, made it, like, architected it and whatnot. And then um, 
kind of comes up against a, a bunch of different people. Uh, and it's an interesting story. Uh, good performances. Uh, it's a little overstuffed. Like, I feel like stuff could have been cut out of it. But it kind of reminds me of, like, um, blind spotting uh, in, in some ways. Uh, it, yeah. But it, it's it's really well done. I think it's worth watching. It's funny at times. Uh, it's touching at times. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. And if you have Amazon Prime, then you get it free anyway. So you might as well. Um, yeah. So definitely, uh, definitely check those out. Okay. So those are mine, and then we have a bunch of other ones. What, what do you want to do first? Um, I mean, I could very quickly touch on Jay and Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Since I know you haven't seen it. Um, Jay and Silent Bob. It's the not reboot. Strikes Back. The reboot. Okay. Reboot, yeah. it's it's Basically, it is Jay and Bob Strike Back. Uh, just a 2019, 2020 version or whatever. Um it incorporates it's like a return to form for Kevin and like something that I have been hoping he would do. I mean, I know I know you didn't care for Yoga Hosers or Tusk. Um Tusk I like awful. Yeah, I like Tusk. Uh Yoga Hosers yeah, I can watch it. It's not great. Mm-hmm. But I still love his stuff. And and I was so happy to see uh, a return to form, you know, for, for the movies that he used to make that I love so much and, and him playing, you know, Bob again and Jay being Jay again. And, did, and, uh, did they, um, was this pre weight loss or post weight loss? It's post. Did, he, did they, not, like, do they address that at all? Uh, I, because that was always like the thing was like, you always call him like you fat fuck and what? Yeah. Whatnot. Right. Lunchbox and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Honestly, don't remember if they did or not. It was one of those things where I was laughing so much at so many parts that I know I missed jokes, and like I really want to watch it again because like I, I tend to watch his movies, the ones that I, I really enjoy so much, so that like they become just quotes that I I use in my everyday life, like things from the movies. So right. um, this one definitely feels like one of those um, that I'm gonna because it it. it and it's also a testament to the kind of guy he is, right? Because we always say that shit. Like whenever he was going to do the last one, and it was Jay and Bob strike back, and he was going to go away from the ISK universe and, and do other things, literally everybody that he asked or everybody wanted to be in it because they were like, this is the last one. And so if so many characters were, you know, old characters came back and, and people that had gone on to do bigger and better things like would come back and wanted to be in the movie. And this one's very much – in the same tone fucking Affleck is heartbreaking in this movie. You know, that, you know, I, I, as much like, I am not a fan of like chasing Amy and, and Mara mm. to the same degree that other people are, but James, mm. I know Bob strikes back to me is still fucking hilarious. Like, I yeah. think it's just a good, you know, funny movie. And I mean, it's kind of silly mm. and weird, like dogma, you know, is silly and weird. But you know, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back just it it just reminds me of like dumb you know kind of stupid humor, but it's mm-hmm. funny consistently. Mm-hmm. So when, yep. when like I am when when I heard you kind of talking about the Affleck stuff, I was like, well, shit, I need to watch this one, <laughs> dude. It's so good. Like I watched it. I got the Blu-ray in like Tuesday and I watched it Tuesday night and it's, it's still like, I've been thinking about it ever since. And I'm like, I need to watch it again. I need to watch it again, but I haven't, I haven't done it yet. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's fucking great. If you, if you enjoyed strikes back, you, you're going to dig this, I think. Um, so why, why do you think then they made it something where, you know, they did the, the kind of sold out or not the, almost like a theater tour as opposed mm. to it being something in wide release, because it seems to me like that's something that so many of his fans would want to see, but sure. wouldn't be able to. Because like we tried, right? Like we, right. we were like, we're gonna go see it, and then it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to go at midnight, we're all like, fuck that, and then that was it. <laughs> sure. Like the eight o'clock show, you know, sold out, and then it was like, nope, that's it. Okay, you know, if you don't want to see-, see it at midnight, you're fucked. Right, right. And I, I think that uh, it, 
to to what you how you feel about Tusk and other things that he's gone on to do since. I think that maybe the studio didn't fully believe in it. I mean, or, or think that people would come back to this after this long. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You know what? I don't know if it's not Miramax anymore. So it's it's genius pictures whatever that is that that it does his stuff now and i just wonder if maybe they didn't feel like it would perform in wide release and in by doing the road show he was like it was like well people that want to see it can still see it mm-hmm. uh, uh because i think that he's kind of a he's not the draw that he used to be and i think that his the people that are still you know down with with his stuff and enjoy it are the the people that were there when he f- was first starting off and shit. And I think that he doesn't resonate with younger people now the way he did when we were younger people and he was starting. You know what? That's an excellent point. Yeah, that's an, because when we, when he was coming up, we were coming up. Right? right. So like when he was working some shitty, you know, fucking, uh, convenience store job, we were working mm-hmm. a shitty convenience right. store job, right? Exactly. So that, that's exactly. an excellent point. I didn't really think about it that way. Um, and, and, and that's the thing, like, I, for me, like Kevin Smith, what, what's frustrating is how uneven he can be because when he's good, like we saw him, right? Like we laughed our mm-hmm. asses off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and like when he's good to me, I feel like it's, it's so good and funny and, and irreverent. And, and even if he's trying mm-hmm. really hard and they, they don't always land, uh, mm-hmm. it's still, you know, kind of fun to, you know, uh, a good time. Yeah, yeah. Right. The journey is always worth it, right? Even if the punchline doesn't kind of... Right, right. He's just such a good storyteller. And he seems like... A, like, so I'll... I, you know, I kind of, like, at times will... I don't know. I don't give him shit, but, like, when people are like, oh, well, you know, Kevin Smith liked it. And I'm like, yeah, but Kevin Smith likes everything. Mm-hmm. Like, like, But at the same time, it's like, you know, it, it's kind of nice to see someone who's just like, no, man, this is good. Like, I like it. I had a good time with this. You know, and they're not looking for reasons not to like it. Now, don't get right. me wrong. Like, sometimes he's like some things that I'm like, yeah, no, that's just, in my opinion, just really not great. But, mm. you know, the, 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 I guess the, 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 the wanting to like things, the, the, that, 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 that um, spirit of positivity that, you know what, I'm not going to go into this looking for a reason not to like it. And I'm going to try to not like, I'm going to try to like it, even if it's maybe showing me some things that aren't great. And, and, and I think that, you know, nowadays it it kind of feels like at times that the thing, the cool thing is just to shit on everything. Right. Right. Um, and we, we, you know, we, you know, I remember when we first started the show, we were like, you know, if we don't like something, it's fine to, to say we didn't like it, but we're not going to like spend time talking about something just to shit on it. Right. Because there's plenty of people who do that and plenty of sites for that. And I don't really want this to be that thing. If we watch something and we had issues with it, that's one thing. But if you watch something and it fucking sucked, then that's fine. Just maybe don't talk about it. Like it's cool. Yep. (laughs) On to to the next, right? (laughs) Right. And so kind of his like positivity and his, you know, it, it's infectious at times. Even if it maybe you watch something that you're like, ooh, uh, right. I agree right. with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, and it just seems like a cool dude. Like I just remember all of us waiting outside, and Gene had this thing, and he wanted to get it signed, and we waited, yeah. and, and he got it, and he they didn't have to, he didn't have to stop, right? Like, right. He could have exactly. gone on to his hotel, but there are all these folks that wanted him to sign their stuff and because they had enjoyed his work over these years and, and he did it. And to me that, you know, that meant a lot because, and we got, we made a friend that day. We did. We sure did. (laughs) A friend who loves tool. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That was honestly, that was like that night was just so much fun. Like we, I had such a great time that night like i'm so glad that we uh we decided to do that because front to back it was just yeah it was it was it was fucking it was was a really great fantastic yeah Uh, okay Okay. so we also watched uh you watched freaks right yes 
So Freaks was a movie, I don't know time-wise when it came out, you know, kind of the date on yeah. it. It was like 2018, no but I think it was available in 2019. Uh, Emil mm-hmm. Hirsch, who I love, I think he's fucking fantastic. You know, obviously he was in The Girl Next Door. He's in The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which I think is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Creepy as yep. fuck. Also uh, has, um, oh shit, what's his name? He was in uh, X-Men 2. Yeah, uh, 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 Stryker. Yeah, 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 yeah. William Stryker. Yeah, not not real name, but um, right. and so Freaks starts off feeling almost like you know, like the room, like this, this mm. movie about this little girl and her father maybe has abducted her, you know, maybe mm. is uh, not doing great stuff with her, and then transforms into, frankly, a better version of Brightburn that I feel Brightburn was. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I made the same comparison, and it's funny because, to be perfectly honest, I was not digging this movie for probably the first forty minutes. Oh, really? No, I was just like, it's it's weird and ambiguous, and I think it's so much so to its detriment almost. I because, agree with you. Yeah, because I'm sitting there like, if I'm supposed to have any idea at all what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I'm just an idiot because I do not know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And it throws so many things at you and, 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 and it does, makes no attempt whatsoever to make sense out of any of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, sometimes movies do that and that's fine. Yeah. But once it does what it does, it gets so fucking good that I'm like, what were you do? Cause people probably checked out on this. I would agree a hundred percent. Yes. Uh, because God damn, does it get good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But because I didn't make the bright burn. I said the same thing. I was like, so this is almost like a bright burn, but she's not the only one with the powers and stuff. Right. And, and you like bright burn more than I did. Uh, in fact, mm. it seems like apparently everybody who's watched bright burn, liked it more than <laughs> <laughs> it's like bright burn and Joker. I kind of go, Oh, okay. I guess I'm the asshole. Like, right. Like I'm just like, eh, all right. <laughs> This is what Mitch feels like every time a Marvel movie comes out. All right, then. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, Brightburn, I understood. Like, tell me, I, it's not that I didn't understand it. I just didn't feel like they executed it well. But this movie, and I, I agree with you 100%, the first half of it, you're like, what the fuck is going on? And is it worth even trying to figure out, you know, what's going on? But ultimately, I feel like it really was because it just Mm – it was just a really kind of cool take on, you know, people with powers and, 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 you know, if you – you know, anybody who kind of grew up reading comic books is like, oh, yeah, sure. If Superman came to Earth, he would totally (coughs) be just welcomed with open arms. And this is a movie that is like, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, right, exactly. <laughs> but it, it, you know, it feels, uh, you know, I talked about it when we did our best of show. It, it feels very much in the same vein as like a fast color where it's a superhero movie, but it's not a traditional mm-hmm. superhero movie. It's just a different take on what it would mean to have powers and what it would mean. And I think, um, you know, it's definitely worth watching because it, it yep. kind of, you know, talks about stuff that, Mo, you know, like even even when, you know, like I I watched all, all the Arrowverse crossover shows and mm. you know, and I mean nothing in any of those shows as fun as they are gets to a, a kind of a deep level of I don't know, like I don't know if it's understanding. It, it it's like you know, like or any sort of like um, just treatment of superheroes it's just like well they're right. there right and they right 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 and and so when you see movies like this that kind of like goes a little bit deeper and just kind of pushes the edges a little bit further um i i and i wish the marvel movies would do stuff like this right like mm. and i know that mm. there's a play a time and a place for that kind of thing and i'm glad mm. some of these like smaller or kind of independent movies are doing it i i do wish it, it happened more uh, in kind of mainstream stuff, but it, it's definitely worth watching. Um, yep. And so if you if you get a chance, uh, definitely check it out. Um, and and what Brian Cox? 
That's his name. That's, yeah, Jesus. If you haven't seen The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which is on Netflix, mm. watch it. Absolutely, uh, yeah. To me, it's it's very it's similar to uh, the taking of uh, Deborah Logan. Yep. Um, yep. Not the same type of movie, but it kind of starts off, and you're not really sure like what the fuck is going on, and then it just mm. like by the end of it, you're like, yeah, because the the reveal is so much cooler when you're sitting there thinking, oh, it's just like another ghost thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, the reveal really fucking sells it hard at the end. You're like, oh shit. And I think with Autopsy of Jane Doe, you you grow to like the characters so much that mm-hmm. you know, as, as the movie plays out, you just have way more invested uh, mm-hmm. in it. Uh, so, okay. And so the next one we have is what is the next one we have? What did we talk about? I'm oh, sorry. Well, I know uh, Little Monsters is the only other one that I watched. Little Monsters. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anytime we talk about movies uh, and we're like, you know, if Mitch suggests something, he's like, well, it's a zombie movie. And I know you're kind of <laughs> zombie movies because I am fucking completely over zombie movies. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so Little Monsters, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, I think is pronounced her name. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's brilliant in Us. Um I heard about this movie. I'd kind of seen it, you know, pop up, and I was like, whatever. It's another zombie movie. I don't give a shit about zombie movies. It's mm-hmm. not my thing. This movie is so far one of my favorite movies of this yep. year. Yep. Um, Same. <laughs> it's a zombie movie. <coughs> Excuse me. But the the conceit is that there's this guy, I forget his name, He's a slacker, like full on. Like the movie opens with him and his his girlfriend just getting in these fucking knockdown drag out scream fests, normally <laughs> in front of other people. And she mm. kind of kicks him out, and she he goes to live with his sister, uh, and she has a first grader or kindergartner. Kindergarten. And the interactions between him and his nephew are yes. fucking hilarious. <laughs> and so he goes to school one day, realizes that, hey, Lupita Nyong'o is his music, te- is his teacher, and she's fucking hot. So mm. he decides, oh, I'm going to go. Uh, the kid's got a, a field trip. I'm going to go on this field trip so that I can score points with the music teacher. While they're on this field trip to this animal farm, a zombie outbreak uh, outbreak occurs. Josh Gad plays. And I don't know if you. So your kids are probably too old to have been fans of the Wiggles. No, my Jacob was one million percent. Oh, okay. I could sing you so many Wiggle songs to this day, dude. Fruit salad, yeah. Yep. So hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so my kid watched the Wiggles religiously. I actually yep. took him to see the Wiggles live, but Greg was not nice. part of the Wiggles. Oh so no! I was like, it ain't the Wiggles song. Like, Mm-mm. sorry, sorry to disappoint you. And Josh Gad plays essentially like a one-man Wiggles. So they're all at this this animal farm together. And zombies break out. And and so the the slacker and Lupita Nyong'o try to essentially hide the fact that it's zombies and just make the kids feel like, oh, this is a game. You know, we're Mm -hmm. all going to do duck, duck, you know, whatever. Like duck, duck, goose into the the fucking gift shop. It is fucking hilarious and yep. heartfelt and just like for somebody like who's over zombie movies this was the perfect thing for me because mm. it just kind of showed that not everything has to be the walking dead right exactly it's colorful it's it's so well shot i said out loud i don't know how many times oh that's a cool fucking shot yeah like they spent some money on it the the zombie makeup was fucking good. It's hilarious. It's like it's like Australian Shaun of the Dead, only with the kindergartners. That's an like, excellent yeah. It's that funny. Like it's so good. And everybody is so good in it. Like I thought the Dave, the brother, the the slacker guy, mm-hmm. uh, he was uh I don't know. <laughs> you kind of don't like him. 
At first, you absolutely don't like him. Right. And then you kind of do like him. And it's just like, man, it's so good. Like the character beats that kind of transform him from being this shithead to somebody you actually do care for. Just like the the reasoning behind, you know, certain things and and then watching him kind of realize or almost, uh, you know, have suddenly – a relationship with his nephew mm-hmm. because it seemed at first to me like, you know, he's just, you know, the slacker uncle. He probably, you know, he liked the kid, but probably didn't know that much about him. And then once he got to know him, you know, well, he's he, like, he definitely used, used him as an excuse. Right. Right. Like, he, right. like at first his name is, um, oh shit, his head, Alexander or something or other. Um, yeah, he kind of uses him like as an excuse with his sister to, you know, whatever, like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of hanging out with the kid. Like, I could be a fuck-up, right? And then he is using right. him as a way to get in with uh, the music teacher. But then, mm-hmm. you know, like, he genuinely develops concern for this kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was just great to, to watch that that happen over the course of these these horrible things. And it's, man, it's, it's a legit, I mean, it's funny, but just like the way Shaun of the Dead is a legit zombie movie, this is a legit zombie movie. Like, it's gory, uh, you know, there's there's some decent gore effects in it, um, some but, but really brutal kills. Like it, it's I feel like it's something that if you like, I feel like I could have watched like watched this with my wife, and and I don't know if it's because of the humor or mm-hmm. what. Like, I mean, it 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 has good kills and it has good zombie stuff, but it's not it's not so like gory to where if you have somebody who doesn't normally watch horror that they're going to be just completely sure. uh you know kind of put off by it yeah it's not it's not everybody hates chris being torn apart in a fucking ro- rotating door or whatever right but. right 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 <laughs> i forgot he was on that yeah that was fucking <laughs> i forgot that was him i didn't even mm. realize that was him until just now when you said <laughs> oh yeah yeah man <laughs> I cannot tell you how quickly the because we used to tweet along with The Walking Dead, and how quickly my hashtag every zombie ate Chris took off, man, because it fucking went off. God, it I, was great. I didn't even realize that was him. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you learn something new every day. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm I am amazed. So I have a ukulele. I can do a little bit on it. Nothing mm. anybody wants to hear. And I would like to know whether Lupita Nyong'o actually learned ukulele. Like, I need to learn. I need to up my Taylor Swift game mm-hmm. uh, on the ukulele. <laughs> uh, it's such a fun instrument. The best part about the ukulele is that even when you fail, it still sounds whimsical. So, mm. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> uh, but but, and she was great. Like, I think yeah. I didn't really know about her at all, other than us. Like, I'd never seen her in anything. Nope. And she's fucking great. Like, I mean, us, yeah. I, you know, we talked about it, you know, in our best of show, you know, that we loved it, but she's got, you know, she's got great timing. She's got, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she, and just a fun, you know, she, it was a fun role. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you know, you kind of, and, and if you've ever, you know, any, like, like if you've ever spent time with anyone who is just constantly around young kids, it's like mm-hmm. just this, you know, the way that they talk and, and they kind of slip into things because, you know, they're around young kids all the time. Um, right. And just, you know, you could totally kind of see her as someone who day in, day out was responsible. You know, eyes on me, one, two, three, clap, clap, clap. You know, like all these little right. bits, like if you've ever had young kids, if you've ever had to go to a kindergarten function or a, a first grade function, you know, all the little things that they do to get these fucking little monsters <laughs> to all <laughs> focus on an adult at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it just was really, really well done. Like, like, yeah. like so, whoever wrote this, you know, the right, like they've, they either have kids or they've been to it and just, and the thing I just, I loved about it the most is just the entire time that these kids are in these situations, it's just trying to keep them feeling as safe as possible, that this is all a game. You don't have to get mm, worried. Right. You don't have to get upset. It wasn't this thing where they're trying to, you know, whatever, be like, whatever. Like, they want to keep the kids as innocent as possible as they can. Right. Um, for, for, for as long as they can. 
Um, yeah. And I, I, I thought it was just really, and, and this was a movie that you had told me about. You had said, oh, it's on people's best of, you know, for, yeah. for the year or whatever. And I was like, whatever, it's a zombie movie. And then I watched it and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> because you had told me about other movies, like one cut of the dead. And I was like, yeah. yeah, no, that's a, yeah, sure. It's different, but you still have to sit through a fucking terrible zombie movie, uh, uh for so much of it. Um, but this is, you know, genuinely a, a, a really good, well done, funny, touching, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a movie, and 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 if you if you get the opportunity to see it, you, you definitely should. Absolutely, and it's on Hulu. So yeah. if you got Hulu, yeah, go watch it. Yep. Um. So last thing, real quick, I did watch. If you have Shutter, you should have Shutter at this point. Why don't you have like? Yeah, go ahead and I mean, check. come on. Do you have Shutter? If you don't, why don't you have Shutter? I watched um, <laughs> Horror Noir. Have you seen that yet? Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I watched it when it first when it first debuted. So horror noir is this documentary about uh, black horror, um, uh-huh. horror movies, fans of horror. It was fucking great. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. It was it was really cool to see uh, just kind of the the cultural impact of horror movies on black culture and the way that black people were represented in horror movies as time went on, uh, especially mm-hmm. when you talk about the 90s, where they were like, black guy, first person to die, unless they wanted to establish, you know, the the, 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 the monster as this big bad guy, then they were going to have him kill, you know, the biggest black guy they could find. So, mm-hmm. as a result, I watched uh, Candyman, and then Candyman 2, Farewell to the Flash, nice. because I yeah. haven't seen Candyman in forever. And... I was talking to my wife about it and I, you know, she's like, you know, whatever. She doesn't watch horror movies. And I was like, would you say it in the mirror? And she's like, no. And I was like, me neither. <laughs> and it's funny how, like we've talked about before, how, yeah, you know, I, I kind of grew up, you know, at first raised a little bit Catholic. So I got a little bit of religion kind of rattling around in there. But what I have more of is that whole fucking Bloody Mary no, yeah. Candyman thing. <laughs> like, you know, they have the scene in Candyman 2 where, you know, the guy giving the talk, they're like, oh, if you don't believe it, why don't you prove it? And I was like, fuck that. Like, I, <laughs> you know, like, Bloody Mary and Candyman, like, no. And that's what's weird. Like, I've forgotten how good the movies were in the first place. I have not watched the third one because I've heard the third one is not great. But. Uh, I don't hate it. You know, Tony Todd was just such a great presence and and and, mm-hmm. and even back then like you know virginia madsen she has this line where you know she's like i just feel bad that like nobody did anything about people getting killed you know in these projects until a white woman comes in and is like oh i got attacked and i was like right. oh, okay cool but you know it was just creepy and just this notion of just like hey people were afraid of me and now they're not anymore so what the fuck um but even the, I was like, if you had told me, I'll pay you a thousand dollars to say Bloody Mary five times in the mirror or Candyman five times in the mirror. Nope, mm. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just weird how like you rationally can be like, that is not a thing. Candyman's not even a thing. They made it up. It's a movie. You had never heard of it before this movie. But I'd fucking heard of Bloody Mary. Fuck that noise. Like it's crazy <laughs> to me how you could be like completely just 100% logical and maybe other people aren't like me until you get to a point and then you're like, no, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna try because what if, right? Yeah. What right. if that, that's yeah. my point. Like I remember reading something people were like, yeah, the Ouija board was made by Milton Bradley. And I was like, that doesn't mean they're wrong. <laughs> like, just because they made it, it doesn't mean they're wrong. So why are right, we going right. to tempt things? <laughs> I still have that conversation about the Ouija board. I'm like, I bought it at fucking Toys R Us. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Like, it doesn't. It, it could still be a thing. Why are you gonna? Why? Why tempt fate? Is all mm. I'm saying. You mm. don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. I don't know what's next uh, in terms of movies. I can tell you I'm super fucking excited for the Birds of Prey movie. I know it's not called Birds of Prey. I know it's called the 
Emancipation of Harley Quinn or whatnot. Mm. But um, uh, are you excited? You don't sound excited. Oh, I am very. I, I haven't seen and I don't watch trailers anymore. So I, all I know is, I honestly, to be honest with you, I didn't know it was going to be out soon. So. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's out soon. I want to say like March or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm man. I'm so like not. I, I'm still not caught up on shit. Like I, I'm just, I'm so bad at keeping up now. I'm sick of the fucking internet, and I'm just, I'm so bad at everything. But I can tell you that so. So we watch Arrow and the, the kind of backdoor pilot they did for Arrow and the Canaries. I'm like, eh. But I'm super excited for the, the Birds of Prey movie. Um, yeah. To just kind of see, like, I, you know, the, um, oh, shit, what's her name? She was in um, 13 Cloverfield Lane or whatever. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. God, what is her name? I can see her. Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress. Mm. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all for it. Um, and then, you know, Renee Montoya being in that. And, I mean, fucking I, uh, Cassie Kane. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. That's badass. So I'm excited to see, you know, kind of what they do with it. I don't I don't oh, know where it falls. I want to say it's like March, maybe. So mm. we still have a little time. But um, honestly, I'm not sure what. I know for me on the game's perspective, there's a new Darksiders game coming out. It's like a almost like a Diablo Um the middle of February. It's already out now mm. on PC, but on the PlayStation doesn't come out until the middle of February. Movies gotcha. wise, no idea. I don't either. I'm I'm sure there's something, but so well, whatever it is, <clears throat> uh, we'll be here talking about it. And hopefully, you'll be here with us. <laughs> uh, so for myself and Mitch, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This has been episode 89, and we look forward to you spending more time with us uh, in the next couple weeks. So for myself and Mitch, thank you so much for hanging out. Appreciate it. And have a good evening.